Hello and welcome to this podcast episode. Today I am talking all about signs that you have unprocessed trauma. So I am going to be recording this as a live on my Instagram. There will be a Q&A at the end and then I will be uploading it as a podcast. If you would like to listen to the live, then you can do so by checking out my Instagram page. I will put all my details of how to find my Instagram in the show notes. And so my purpose with this podcast episode is to help create awareness around what trauma is and how it shows up in your life. I want to explain these key signs of unprocessed trauma so those who are unaware that they have trauma can perhaps start to gain some awareness of why things are happening in their life, why they feel a certain way, and then recommend things that you can do about it. Because if we don't know the problem, we cannot find a solution. So I hope you gain some insight and some educational things from this podcast episode today. If you have some of these signs, don't be scared. I have not yet in my life have I met someone who doesn't have trauma because to be honest, what I've seen is that we all become traumatized or affected emotionally by events or things that happen in our life which are outside of our control. And that is fine. But what's important is simply that we are able to Notice that we have trauma and do something about it so that we can heal and move forward in our life. So, okay, let's let's get ready to dive in. Okay, so sign number one, which I see a lot in people, is always feeling on edge. So we never really feel calm or relaxed. We always just feel on edge, either that's fearful, anxious, jittery. We never really calm down. You might notice it more at work or when you're out with friends, who knows, but that constant feeling of being on edge, we should be able to calm down and relax at the end of the day. We should be able to actually calm down and relax every single day. Like we should be able to access that whenever we want. So if you struggle with that and you were instead constantly feeling like you were on edge and never able to just like calm down that nervous system it is a clear sign that you may have unprocessed trauma because when the nervous system is really stressed out, that's what happens. We feel on edge and you see it in animals all the time, which I will dive into later. So we can feel like we are constantly switched on. And what I'm talking about is being in the fight, flight, freeze response. So this response can actually be activated and stay on long after a traumatic event, right? And I see this a lot. And what tends to happen is we become even more prone to activating the sympathetic nervous system over small stresses when we have dealt with past trauma, right? Because we are on edge. So this also links in with my second sign being that you have a lowered ability to deal with stress. When you previously dealt with trauma and your nervous system was stressed out, then later on, it can be even more difficult for you to deal with stress because your nervous system is still clogged from that previous trauma and you are already on edge and anticipating that something bad is going to happen because we haven't cleared it yet. And this was so prevalent in my life. I always felt on edge, never calmed down, always switched on like something bad was going to happen. And it was an accumulation of all these traumas in my life, which then led to me feeling that way, which clears Sorry, these symptoms go away. These signs or symptoms go away when you actually clear your trauma. So the lowered ability to deal with stress is particularly prevalent if you have dealt with childhood trauma. Because when we are young, dealing with a lot of trauma, then growing up, it can be really hard to deal with stress. And we can become the sympathetic, sympathetic nervous system can become activated so quickly. So also... Oh yeah, 
being triggered easily. This is another key, key sign. If you get triggered so, so easily, it is clear that there is something going on, some emotion, some trauma, something that you are storing in your nervous system, in your mind, in your body that you have not cleared yet. That is why it's getting triggered. The trigger, we think that we're just getting triggered by external events, but the ex- the external events or whatever is happening in your life is being triggered because internally there is something that you haven't dealt with right? If you have been feeling angry for the last however many years about all these little events, you can see it's so much easier for you to get triggered. And that is why you get triggered. A trigger is not just that one event. It is accumulation of multiple events leading up to that key outburst, right? And so to clear the trigger, you dive deep. Okay, what is behind that? What what happened leading up to that trigger? It's hard to calm yourself down, right? When you are triggered, when you're in that triggered state, However, when you can identify when you are feeling triggered before that trigger, and I was I talk about this in my new master, uh, my new course, moving through anger. Right when we have that massive anger outburst and we become extremely triggered, it wasn't just that one time that we felt angry. Right, there were twenty times before then where we felt anger and we were like, oh, just you know, just ignore it, just forget about it. But the anger's still there in your nervous system; it's still clogged, right? And so it's just brewing and brewing, and then eventually it all comes out, right? And that's what happens, especially with trauma. We try and keep like a lid on it. We try and ignore it and suppress it. And when we do all those things, what happens? You know, try and have a bowl and just stuff it with all these things and push it down, push down. It's going to explode. And sometimes that's what happens. We have this massive mental breakdown at whatever age or stage in our life. And it's because we've been holding on to all this stuff from the past, right? Our nervous system is totally clogged. And so sometimes you might notice that you even just cry all of a sudden so many tears and it's releasing and letting go of all that trauma and all those things that have hurt you in the past. So what we, that point I was making about animals is that animals easily become switched on in the wild, right? They're being hunted by other animals. They need to be switched on. They need to activate that fight, flight, freeze response. They need to run, get away from. And so what you notice is because that is how they live, where there are genuine, you know, things going to attack them, their life is genuinely in danger, that their sympathetic nervous system becomes activated so easily. Any small movement, you can see that the animal will become stressed out, right? And so if someone has dealt with a lot of childhood trauma growing up, if someone then, so if when you were growing, when you were younger, your parents always yelled at you and that was then followed by some sort of trauma, like traumatic thing. So perhaps, like them yelling is trauma in itself. However, they could yell and then following them yelling you, maybe they hit you, right? And so that trauma of being hit is trapped in the body. And then growing up, when someone yells at you when you're older, it might trigger that sympathetic nervous system and your body goes into either a freeze or a fight or a flight response because it's anticipating that perhaps it might happen again where you might then get hit again, right? However, if you actually cleared the trauma around perhaps getting yelled at and getting hit, then you wouldn't anticipate that it's going to happen again. We can o- we only anticipate or fear something bad is going to happen because of what's happened in the past. So that is my, th- um, whatever it is, number four or five now. This is another sign that you may have trauma. The constant fear of something bad happening. We cannot predict the future. So the only reason why we fear something bad happening 
is because it's happened in the past and there must be some trauma around that event. That's why we're freaking out about it. I saw someone today talking about this online. She said she lost um, her Instagram account, which had 750,000 followers. And now she's so like, it was hacked or something like that. And now she's so scared that her other accounts are going to be hacked, right? Her, this fear of her accounts being hacked again didn't come out of no, her accounts being hacked didn't come out of nowhere. It stemmed from that one traumatic event of losing her Instagram account, and because she hasn't cleared that, it's still coming up in her life, and she keeps anticipating that it's going to happen. And this is this happens with every type of trauma. People who um, have dealt with you know trigger warning here have dealt with some sexual assault may then anticipate that's going to happen again. They're more fearful of it happening again. So that's why it's so important to clear the trauma and so you don't keep feeling like, oh my God, it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again and living in that fearful state. So we are only reflecting into the future what we believe has happened, what has happened in the past and what we, so therefore we think it might happen again in the future. Now, there's even more. Other key signs you have unprocessed trauma, constant fluctuating moods right? This is similar to triggers. If your mood is always fluctuating, it's up and down, you don't even know, you just feel all over the place, it's probably because you have some of that trauma. There's part of you that's still tied into the past, things that happened in the past, and therefore you're def- you're bringing what's happened in the past into the future, which all of us do, right? All of us do that. It's like life experience. If we've only ever had experiences of um, it being difficult to find a job, do you think we're going to then believe, oh my God, it's going to be so easy to get a job in the future, right? The things that we see that we believe are going to happen in the future are all dictated by what's happened in the past in our life. So that is why people have, that's where these all these limiting beliefs and things crop up. It's because we keep trying to use what's happened in the past and applying it and just copy paste Okay, copy paste, put that into the future. It's been hard for me to um, get a job all my life. So now I believe that in the future, it's going to be hard for me to get a job. And this is the exact same thing with trauma. When we keep, when we've dealt with so much trauma in our life up until this point, we then project into the future that the future is going to feel just as bad as it has felt, as we have felt the last however many years. And this is why a lot of people who have, a lot of people who are depressed have a lot of trauma. Because when you have felt a certain way for so long, however many years, perhaps you've been dealing with trauma all your life and now you're 20, you've been feeling crappy, sad, upset for so long that all you think about now is the future is going to look the same. And if we believe the future is going to look the same, we then continue to feel the way that we've always felt, which is crappy. And so that's where depression can come in, where we're not excited about the future. We're not optimistic or thinking, wow, who knows, maybe something fun is going to happen later on in life. Instead, we are projecting the past onto the future. And we keep projecting those same emotions onto the future. And with depression, people are no longer excited, right? Why? Because we can predict how we're going to feel. Because we felt the same way for so long, we then start to predict, I'm going to feel like this for the next however many days or years or months, right? This, we, we t- if we have a lot of trauma, we tend to feel the same emotions over and over and over again instead of ha- experiencing different things and being open to actually experiencing different emotions. Because when we're trapped in our trauma, we tend to just keep feeling sad or whatever it is. When we clear our trauma, we're more open to different experiences in life and therefore we don't predict what how we're going to feel because we don't know. 
And this is why there's a key difference. You know, people who have trauma, they tend not to go out as much. They don't explore and, and try new things as much. That was me before. I wasn't really open to trying new things. Now I'm open to trying and doing all sorts of different things. And so I feel completely different all the time. And I can never predict what something's going to be like. And that's what makes things exciting. So I've dealt with a lot of clients with depression and it's really about emptying that bucket which is just filled with traumatic events and things like that. And so we can actually start to feel a different way instead of anticipating the future is going to look like the past because we don't know that. But most of us have decided that based on the trauma and our nervous system is just like, well, you know what? It's always been this way, so it's going to keep being this way. And that's the same with animals too. You know, they've always been hunted So they're always like on edge. They're always afraid that they're going to be killed because that is just what they are used to. So another one, trust issues. If you have trust issues, this can be a clear sign that you have trauma. Because if you have listened to my other podcast episode on how to trust again, you realize that trust, trusting others doesn't, isn't, it's not actually about trusting others. It's about trusting yourself and trusting your gut and your instincts, right? So trusting others can only come if you trust yourself. If you've been through a lot of trauma, you tend to not trust yourself because you tend to be disconnected. You're living in the mind and not in the body. So another key sign is that you can't feel anything from the neck down. So many people can't feel anything from the neck down. Like you can a little bit, you can feel a bit, but you predominantly feel everything up in the mind and sensation from the neck down is very limited, right? And when sensation from the neck down is very limited based on past trauma, this happens because when there has been a lot of pain, there has been a lot of trauma, we feel the we feel that wet in the body, right? We feel it in the body as a sensation. You feel that sadness, that depression, that whatever in the body, right? It's a physical sensation, And so we tend to try to escape that feeling by living up in our mind. And then that's what happens, right? So the traumatic event happened. And let's say you felt really scared and upset. You felt that in your body. And then you were like, oh my God, this is terrible. I don't want this anymore. So what do you do? You go into your mind and then you keep thinking about that trauma. And the more you keep thinking about it, you keep inflicting that same sensation on your body. Because when you think about something, your body mimics that. Think about something anxiety provoking. You feel the anxiety rising in your body. And so this is why trauma is not just in the mind. It's not just in the body. It's in both. And they're always influencing each other. And so when we are really disconnected, don't feel much from here down. We aren't connected to our gut instinct. We're not connected to our instincts or our um, our inner self, our core self. And so we have trust issues because we don't trust ourselves anymore. And how many people who have been through trauma at some stage before, you know, whatever the events took place, they had a gut feeling. Perhaps before you entered that relate that toxic relationship with someone, you had a gut feeling, this isn't a good idea. And perhaps you didn't listen to it, right? Whether that was your intuition, whether that was your gut instinct, whatever. And then we start to no longer trust ourselves as a result. Right, So this is why trust issues are a key sign that you may have unprocessed trauma because you need to be able, in order to trust others, you need to trust yourself. But in order to trust yourself, you have to be actually connected to yourself, right? You can't just live in the mind. You have to actually access the body. And this rolls straight into my next point. Actually, I need to tick these so I know which ones I have already covered. Yes. So this rolls straight into my next point of if we're really living up in the mind, 
we're disconnected from the body, we tend to then have a lot of um, unexplained pain going on in the body or chronic illness. So chronic illness, from what I've studied in mind, body, medicine, and kinesiology, is caused by a deep emotional wound that has not been healed, right? Deep emotional wound. But also random pains in the body, right? What causes that? If we aren't living in the body and we're stuck up in the mind, the body is going to send us signals to get our attention back here, right? And this is why the mind and the body are so intrinsically connected that each different part of the body connects to a different emotion and connects to a different thing. A lot of people who are totally disconnected from their self, can't make decisions or anything like that in the body, they can't feel anything. They can only feel pain. But this is because we have numbed ourselves. This is another key sign you may have um, trauma. Numbing yourself. When we deal with a lot, we think that numbing ourselves just happens. No, we choose to numb ourselves. We choose to experience that numbness, which comes from disconnecting from our core self and living in the mind instead of being in the body. And we tend, to, and numbing ourselves happens with both genders, but I see it a lot with men. Because what can happen is, you experience a lot of really good, um, happy emotions. You're happy to live in the body when you're feeling good things. And then something goes on in your life and then you feel a lot of pain and you don't want to feel that anymore. So you shut yourself off, disconnect from your heart, and then you can't feel the good things and you can't feel the bad things anymore, right? That's what happens when we shut off from our own heart. When you're in your heart and you're connected to your heart, you can feel happiness, joy, excitement, but you can also feel hurt and pain. We cannot block out one or the other. And the truth is that no emotion is good or bad, happy or uh, positive or negative. We just decide that, right? Because every single emotion is just a physical sensation in the body. Sadness is just a physical sensation in the body. Happiness is just a physical sensation in the body. So numbness is a key sign of past trauma or hurt because we only, we become numb being numb is a choice and we always tend to choose numbness when there has been pain that we no longer want to feel and then we just feel numb because we can't feel anything right if you can't feel the good stuff you can't feel the bad stuff so that is another really really key sign of past trauma feeling numb and it will be a choice to open your heart again it is a choice. Obviously, you have to be willing and open to feel the good and the bad. You can't just pick one or the other, right? You can't have a heart that's like, I only feel the happiness and joy and love, and yet I don't feel any sad things because that's not how it works, right? And a truly open heart is happy to feel both of those things. That's the thing. Okay, so other key signs are feeling anxious or anxiety, right? Like I said, when we're living in the mind, we're going to keep thinking. There's a lot of overthinking. There's always thought. There's always so many thoughts. And you might find that your mind is never, ever quiet. If you're living in your mind, it's not going to be quiet. You're meant to be living in your body in here. So if you are always overthinking, this is a key sign that you are tapped out of your body and you need to come home to your body again. And with that anxiety, you might notice you have some digestive issues. You might notice you have digestive issues or some other type of pain in the body, which is literally signaling to you, hey, come back here. Come back into the body. Let's get grounded again. Okay, also depression, which I already spoke on. You know, depression is an, tends to be an accumulation of a lot of past hurts that we then project into the future and we believe the future is going to look the same as the past which is not true, but I it's, easy to it's easy for you to understand why someone would feel that way when they've been through a lot of past hurt, right? Another key thing with depression is that 
because we've dealt with so much hurt and pain in the past that we then change our worldview and believe that the world is, you know, a really bad place, an unsafe place or whatever it is. And if you speak to um, people who have dealt with a lot of trauma, they will say this. They, um, people who have been through a lot of trauma will tend to say things like, the world is so unsafe, everyone is so bad, everyone is out to get you and things like that. And this is just, these are just limiting beliefs that they have created as a result of their trauma, right? As a result of the fear, the sadness or whatever it is that they've experienced in their life, they then project that onto the world. And then it's, of course, you're going to feel depressed, right? When you see the world as a negative, toxic place and you believe that, you know, who knows, whatever it is, whatever belief it is, it's easy to then feel depressed because you're not seeing the positivity and the light in the world. Instead, you just focus on the negative. So that's another key sign. Easily becoming angry and upset. This is similar to triggers. People who just become angry like that and have anger issues. Anger is just a secondary emotion. And so there's actually something deeper beneath that, which is going on and it tends to be hurt. So people who get really angry tend to actually just be hurt. Hold on, water break. (laughs) And so, especially in kids growing up, you might find that they're very angry and aggressive. And this can be because they've dealt with a lot of trauma and pain growing up. Perhaps their parents didn't validate their emotional experience. Who knows? Parents are still trying their best, right? Um, And sometimes it's hard because kids can't communicate exactly what's going on or how they're feeling. But then growing up, you might notice that they are very, very angry. And this is because perhaps they don't feel seen, perhaps they don't feel heard, or they feel really hurt about something. And so to protect themselves from that hurt, their ego is just uh, pushing this anger out. But beneath that, you know, it's just deep hurt or loneliness, whatever it is. So there's really something else beneath that, which is stemming from a painful event or a past trauma. Um, so I already spoke about, yeah, the chronic illness stuff. Oh yeah. So the final one, I mean, there are even more signs of than this. However, the last one that I have here is your body feels stuck, stagnant, or heavy. When we've been holding on to years worth of trauma, our body's going to feel stagnant, right? It's clogged in our nervous system, as I said. And so before I did this healing work, I actually felt like my body was so stuck. I felt so stagnant because I was honestly holding on to so much crap. I was holding on to years worth of pain. And so my body never felt like alive. I never felt like, oh, yes, I want to exercise. I want to go out. I want to dress nice. I just felt so, so heavy. And the key thing my clients actually say after clearing their trauma is they feel so light. They feel so light and it happens in the body because you've released it from your nervous system and you've let it go. You've transmuted that energy into something else. So that's a key thing. If you're always feeling like your body is just stuck, stagnant, you know, or you don't really have a lot of energy, that can be a clear, clear sign of unprocessed trauma. So now that you have listened to all of the signs of unprocessed trauma, you might identify with them. These are also signs of other things, but they can be really key signs of unprocessed trauma. And it's amazing to have awareness around your trauma because now you know there is something you can do about it. And like I've talked about, there are so many different approaches, but the approach that I take to healing trauma, which I implemented in my own life, which I implement with all my clients and I get incredible results, is to look at the mind and body as one. So not just talking about your problems. You can listen to my podcast on this about how simply talking about your problems or talk therapy can actually lead you to feel worse. But I actually have a t- have techniques to clear that trauma from the nervous system and clear that stuck, stagnant energy from the body. So I take this approach because 
I've seen how effective it is. And because I know that we know that trauma is stored in the body, right? And so if we just talk about it, we're only working on the mind level. But I want to bring people back into here, back into their body, right? To de-stress that nervous system, get yourself back into homeostasis and out of that stress response. Because when that happens, your pain is reduced. I work with clients all the time dealing with pain, shoulder pain, neck pain, period pain, back pain, um, arm pain, every type of pain. We clear the trauma or the stuck energy, and the symptoms go away, right? Like I said, clients feel lighter, and all of these things resolve. So all of these things tend to resolve. When you clear your trauma, you are then able to trust easily, to feel calm, to deal with stress better, right? Because we no longer have that, um, we're no longer uh, like full, we no longer have a full bucket, right? If we think about our life as a bucket, so I'm holding a glass right here, and if it's filled with all this past trauma, our ability to deal with stress is lowered, right? Because it's completely full. Our nervous system is maxed out. It's stressed out, which I'm seeing a lot right now with everything happening in the world. People are so stressed out, and so they're not able to deal with any more additional stress. But as you take away some of that past stress, some of that past trauma, then it becomes so much easier for you to deal with stress. So you can deal with stress, manage your stress far better, no longer feel as anxious, feel happy and joyful again, um, no longer feel that sense of numbness and or feel like you're living in the mind. You come back and feel connected to the body again and no longer have that fear that something bad is going to happen, right? Because how horrible is that? To always feel like something bad is going to happen. Okay, this brings us to the end of the live. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching this. And I hope you got something really amazing out of it. If you are interested in working with me, I have a number of ways. So I do have um, self-study courses. One is Evolve Your Relationships. Another is Moving Through Anger. So if you want to work on your relationships and trauma, Evolve Your Relationships. If you want to work on releasing anger, Move Through Anger is for you. I also have private one-on-one coaching. These are three or six-month packages. If you've listened to this and you're like, oh my God, I definitely have all of these or a lot of these, and you know you also have dealt with some trauma or past hurt or perhaps haven't dealt with, (laughs) right? Then I would definitely recommend doing like applying for my three or six month packages. So these are for those who actually want to make massive change in your life, right? You want to get out of this rut. You're sick of feeling lost. You want to do a full 180. You don't just want to change 10%. You want to do a full 180. If you want to actually create massive, massive change in your life and to tap into that joy again, to find yourself again, to trust again, to feel good in your body again, have more confidence, less pain, you name it. All of these things are a natural byproduct of clearing your trauma. All of these things are a natural byproduct of clearing your trauma. So you can also view my story highlights for my client testimonials and the kind of results that people get when working with me. I've worked, like I said, with people dealing with period pain, comes back to trauma, clear the trauma. They've had period pain for years, might I add, and it goes away. And like I said, shoulder pain, all things like that. I also have one-on-one sessions. So if you just have a a one or two things you want to work on, then a one-on-one session is perfect. With a one-on-one session, um, you know, it's just 60 or 90 minutes. We work on what it is you need. And then, you know, it's just a quick shift session that if that's what you're looking for, one-on-one session is for you. Um, And yeah, those are all my offers. Oh, one more. I also have Voxer support. So this includes three 45-minute sessions and one month of Voxer where you get to text and voice, you get text and voice message access to me. 
So if you're more interested in, you know, um, being able to chat to me throughout the day and, ha- and tell, like, keep me updated with how you're feeling and shifting things like that, but also have the sessions combined, then I would recommend that. But if you're just not sure, if you've listened to this and you're like, wow, this really opened my eyes to things and I really want to start working on things, but you're not sure where to start, just send me a message. Like, let's get chatting. And, you know, I know a lot of other practitioners who can do sort of similar work to me. So, if you are not, if you just have any questions at all, honestly, feel free to reach out because if not me, I can refer to anyone else. And if me, then amazing. Like, let's see if we're a good fit. You know, I want people to work with me who I feel like, hey, I can definitely help you and that you feel comfortable, you know, opening up to me and talking to me and things like that. So feel free to message me. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. You can stay connected with me on Instagram and all the details for working with me are in the show notes.